Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined by uh, some lovely gentlemen here today, this fine Monday afternoon, oh, Mr. Jason you. Buttrell, in Glenn researcher. Yep. In Glenn <laughs> he was so quick to point that out. <laughs> Mr. Jeff Fisher, host of, host of <laughs> Chewing the Fat podcast. You can find it everywhere uh, you get your podcast. And Mr. Andrew Heaton. I am the left hand of Jeffy. Host <laughs> of, I'm wearing a waistcoat. <laughs> oh, it, it looks rather dapper, I might Thank say. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. Thank you. My, my fashion sense is just what would Bob Cratchit wear if he won the lotto? <laughs> and I feel like I'm knocking it out of the park. You actually did. Uh, Andrew Heaton of some things off with Andrew Heaton and something is off with Andrew Heaton. Mm-hmm. You can find that also everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, Jason, top story today. If you sow the wind, you must be prepared to reap the whirlwind. And Ralph Norman is, or Northman? Northam. 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 I keep on calling him Northman, Northam. like Viking. Um, he is definitely not a Viking. It's more of a game of Viking. Viking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the Northman cometh. Um, he is reaping the whirlwind. All right, Jeffy. Uh, a new enforcement officer has uh, begun in Washington, D.C., and I'm excited for him and the people involved. I keep saying that we need more enforcement officers. Absolutely. So we I'm really don't have enough. That. Correct. All right, Andrew. What do you think the age should be to legally smoke at? I'll tell you. Oh, all right. Lots to get into there, obviously. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Ridiazone. So uh, I'm going to make it really simple for everyone. I used to be fat. And I'm not anymore. And I lost a bunch of weight. And excuse me, I'm getting eyes over here from uh, Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Jeffy, uh, you've I'm, been losing weight, I'm, haven't you? I'm concerned. I'm interested in your story. Are you? And yes, I have actually now, yeah. And I lost it one other time too. And I'm a prime example of losing it and gaining it and back. And gaining it back, right? Okay, so that's the big thing is that we go on these yo yo diets and you're like, yay, I lost. 30 pounds, and then you're like, oh, crap, I just gained 45. <laughs> right. And it's hard to lose it and then maintain it. This is where Ridizone has worked for me tremendously. It can work for you. It can work for you, Jeff Fisher. Uh, so they've taken the good molecule in olive oil and extracted it, put it into a capsule that you take before your meals, and it helps boost your metabolism, and it helps you feel full longer so you're not just constantly craving things, going to the pantry, Maybe you're bored and you're just like, I want a snack. Yeah, that doesn't happen when you take Zone. So try it. See if it works for you. Like I said, it worked for me. It works for me. I take it all the time. It's ridizone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Use promo code THEBLAZE for 30% off of a three-month supply. We did the math for you. That's $1.39 a day. Um, are you kidding? That's a no-brainer. That's a solid investment. You spend more than that when you go to Starbucks and buy a coffee every morning. You can't morning. drive by Starbucks for that. Yeah, they deduct that amount from your from your card automatically. Automatically, Starbucks. Boop, dollar thirty. Breathe their air. <laughs> I can't go to Starbucks. Do the judge orders. <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't realize we were so much alike. <laughs> All right, Jason. Um, Ralph Northam. Yes, uh, there's been a lot of wind sowing lately, but it, it really kind of reached a peak, I think, during the Kavanaugh um, hearings. And when they're like going through this guy's yearbook and they're going through all the things that he did while he was in high school, um, that, sh- that should have actually made them a little bit worried about the Pandora's box yes, that they were opening. Have. Like where, I mean, if, they, if we can hit someone like this, it can very easily, I mean, how, I'm sure there's nobody at this table that didn't do something stupid in high school. I didn't even go to high school. I was an angel. I don't know what you're talking about. I, uh, even, even college. I never snuck out. Or went to parties I wasn't supposed to, or any of that. 
Do solid. not buy it. Do not buy solid. it at Nobody all. Nobody go back through my history because <laughs> I'm telling you right now so you don't need to look. The, the point is that you, everyone has got skeletons in their closet. We were all idiots all the way up and through college, high school, college. We're, we're, we're supposed to growing up. Evolving. Evolving. Like growing. I mean, everything. It just, but it, the, the silliness has kept on going. It went through, uh, you know... Kevin Hart, things that he did back in the day that he apologized for, but then they still, you know, wouldn't even accept the apology. I mean, there's got to be a point where you just say enough is enough. Stop it. So this thing with uh, Ralph Northman. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Ralph Northam. King of the North. <laughs> King of the North. King beyond the wall. Um, this, this, this whole thing with him. Uh, so he obviously had a really horrible week. Was it last week? Oh, with, yeah. He's had the, a tough uh, three or four days, man. With, with the abortion thing. I mean, he, he needs yeah. to own that. He I mean, it was very, very... Well, I mean, uh, but uh, let me just interject here. I don't think he felt like... I mean, he doubled down on his comments, right? Totally, so exactly. he didn't feel like he had said anything wrong. Right. So he, uh, in my opinion, he deser- he's, he's getting everything he deserves mm-hmm. on that. But then this next article came out, and it was an article that when he was in high school, in his, or I'm sorry, when he was in medical school, yeah. in his medical school yearbook, there was a picture. One person was in blackface. One person was in a KKK outfit. Boy, draw straws for which one of those you want to be. Wow. Well, I mean, and, <laughs> but associated but can't legally do that anymore if they're plastic. And he, we'll talk right. about that in a moment. <laughs> but depending, but he, and it's, it's, it was obvious too that I, I'm just kind of like thinking through his mindset. He apologized immediately for yes. it. He's like, "Oh my gosh, sorry." He didn't own which w- person was, he was because yes. I'm sure he was like, "Hmm, which one is worse?" Okay, they're both equally bad. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I just apologize. That's basically where he I'm left it. Supposed to be at. good enough. Sorry. So I, I was full on board with wanting to defend him at that point. And I felt sickening for it because I'm what so he said about the abortion angle, I did not want to defend the man. But because of this, I was like, wait a minute. If he's apologizing for it, I want to hear I'm sorry and a little more of an explanation. If it would have been, look, I was an idiot back then. Mm-hmm. I was in my early 20s. You know, I was chasing women and doing stupid stuff. And yeah. now I'm, you know, what, what is he, in his 50s, early 50s, something like well, that? He, he also fielded others. To, he went, uh, actually, I didn't do it. I, I did pretend to be Michael Jackson. So he, right. so he started, that's where it was. He started throwing out, in case you want other stuff to research, here you go. Right. <laughs> Pass this out. Yeah. Stop digging the hole. Stop. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, that's where I couldn't defend him anymore. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was composing that tweet. I had it ready. It was a masterful, sweet, oh, hot take. Sure. It was going to be great. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. It was on that level. Um, but then he kind of recanted and said, no, nah, that wasn't me. That was other kids, you know, or something. Oh, but, but if you're looking into this, I do kind of have a history of, you know, blackface with uh, Michael Jackson. Do we do we actually have the, a side of that where he admits to this? Uh, yeah, he admits to doing blackface at a dance. Yes, I believe that we do have that if we could cue that up and play it. That same year, I did participate in a dance contest in San Antonio, in which I darkened my face as part of a Michael Jackson costume. I look back now and regret that I did not understand the harmful legacy of an action like that. It is because my memory of that episode is so vivid that I truly do not believe I am in the picture in my yearbook. Okay, so he, he admits to the other thing. How did this guy? But then says, no, it was other kids, but oh, just in case, I did do this. I'm sorry. No. This, this, How did this guy become a governor? Bizarre. So that, that looked like an like a apology speech in, in the Footloose Town, where you're not allowed to dance. Where he's like, right. I, I did dance in San Antonio. It was a different state than where I live. I did dance. I regret dancing. Not here, though. Not here. It was, 
it was bizarre. Okay, while we're while we're on that, can we play uh, another part of that press conference where he's asked uh, just this very bizarre question, and his answer is even more bizarre? Can we watch that? You said that the competition in San Antonio was the dance competition. Yes. And it was that you danced the moonwalk. That's right. Are you still able to moonwalk? Uh, still able to moonwalk. Go Virginia <laughs> Register, whatever it is. My wife says inappropriate circumstances. Look how happy he got. <laughs> he wants to. He was like, finally a softball I can do. Yeah, he I can moonwalk. He was so he close to, to doing so it. So bad. Okay, so the guy clearly has judgment issues. That is you know what I'm saying? Like if he if he had questionable judgment back then, he's got questionable judgment now. He, yes. Homeboy was about to do the moonwalk up there at CNN. Stage, oh, he got so which excited. Would have earned. I would have given him some points back. If, if he, <laughs> he was like, in my defense, it is a very good moonwalk. <laughs> I'm not sure who. I don't, I don't know if that actually showed who asked that question, but whoever it was. Great job. I know. There's a Pulitzer. Yeah, Are you still able to moonwalk? Who would have thought to ask or whatever. That. Yeah, good job. Well, I mean, just looking at him, that's a, <clears throat> I got to ask And you, and you, you know that that guy was just do like, it. he'll do it. in the enthusiasm. Don't let him know what I'm doing. Don't let him know what I'm doing. <laughs> can you moonwalk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's looking. Yeah. I can do it. I, sure, I can do it up here. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Where are my wingtips? So, that is what I usually wear. So, Jason, you're saying first you wanted to defend him, now not so much? Well, now, now you can't because he admitted to it now, and then he's got to be lying. I mean, he admitted to it, but then when he realized it was going to be hard to prove which person it was, because it was dis- uh, it was which, not like, decipherable either he, way. Did he see the picture? I mean, that's what I'm wondering is, like, did his office come to him and say, um, we have this picture, it just surfaced from your medical school yearbook, and he's like, uh, just apologize for it. And not look at it? I mean, if he if he looks no. at the picture immediately, you can tell that it's very hard to decipher who's and, who. And that's something you're going to remember for crying out loud. Anytime I yeah. dressed well, in costume to anything in college or high school, yeah. I remember what it was, especially mm. if I did something I like this. But also if he's admitting to darkening his face previous times. Maybe he just did it so often he doesn't remember every time he did it. If you posed with a person in a KKK outfit, you remember that. that. That's that's a great point, too. I was was going to go there. Okay, have we looked looked at his high school calendar, though? That's the next thing. We need to dissect his high school calendar. He needs to provide it. That's a great point. I would love to hear the morning pitch meeting after the story broke where they're like, oh, okay, we need to distract. What do people love? People love moonwalking. Okay. Michael Jackson. (laughs) Uh, say it wasn't Jackson. you, but just bring it up like you're apologizing about moonwalking. We're letting you moonwalk. Maybe some reporters could ask you and then show them America loves you again. I mean, I would like to just point out that, and he, he's mentioned it a little bit in, the, in one of the clips there, is that it really wasn't the same. It didn't have no. the same backlash that it does now no, back then, right? right? I mean, that was True. that was truly something that people could do to yes. dress up, and they weren't doing it to poke fun. I mean, the KKK guy I can't defend. But as no far way. as as far as darkening your face to be Michael Jackson, but even, I mean they they do that was not offensive at a certain point. So in the, time. the Michael Jackson one's different than the blackface one, I think. Yeah, like, like I because the, the minstrel shows that does have a long history. That's but the, the Michael Jackson thing, you're you're. I mean, he you said know, he darkened his face. Though. You're, you're imitating a person. You're not putting on a minstrel show. That kind of thing. They strike right. me as different. But but let's take the far extreme uh, viewpoint. Let's say he was straight up racist, and that was the reason why he was doing that was because he was a racist person. He yeah. did do it, and because of he was hardcore racist, which is very which, possible. But doesn't mean that's what he how he is now. Yeah. And we've all done things, like I said, that we were stupid yes. for way back in the day. Which is how I'm I, not I, the same person I was when I was in high school. I, or I made when I was in the Ford administration. The amount of mistakes that I made that I regret. I just, I really, no, I like this is something I, I would like us as a society. Like I, I think it would be good to kind of go look. Is there a is there a statute of limitations on on bad? Like not just excusable, but truly bad things. Well, like, uh, I mean that's that's what. Uh, 
uh, the head of Google, the head of Google said uh, back, I mean, eight, nine years ago that people were going to have to have two identities, yeah. right? They were going to have to, and everybody said, what? what are you talking about? You're crazy. No. He said, you're going to, people are going to be doing so many bad things online that when they reach adulthood, they're going to have to be a different, a different uh, ID. The, um, the left loves LBJ. They love Lyndon B. Johnson. Um, conservatives cannot stand him, but the left loves LBJ. And they say that one of the reasons is because things what he did for poverty, um, things that he did for civil rights, all that stuff. Well, really? in this, no, no, I do not agree with that whatsoever. <laughs> um, that's not me, but that's what the, that's what yeah, members of the left, yeah. certain members of the left think. Um, but in this Jason day and age, fixed poverty. it's not around anymore. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's eradicated. We would still have poverty if it weren't for LBJ. <laughs> um, but he would not be elected president. He would not even be a public figure at all in this in this day and age. He was a known racist. He, his driver, he called the N word. Um, it's in multiple books written about his life. Everyone knew that's what oh, LBJ. That's what he's saying. The N word. You know, again, that's just how he was. But then a few years later. Uh, again, there's, <laughs> it's up for debate on why he did the war on poverty and why he did yes. everything. But he would not have been able to be in that position for them to raise him up as a big civil rights leader. They just wouldn't no have. Way. So anyway, I, I'm not saying LBJ, LBJ changed, but there has to be... A change point. There has, there has, to, there has to be a change. Be. You have there to leave it open. By all means, address it. If you see something like this, say, hey, can you explain this? If your action... You should feel free to say... Look, he didn't even feel free to, he, um, at first he apologized, but then he was like, huh, in this day and age I can't just apologize anymore because they're not yeah. going to buy it. So then he, had to, yeah, then he had to double down. He had to say, no, that wasn't, what, that wasn't me, that was and, other kids. And he should have realized it because that's exactly what they're doing, and that's your point. You can't just apologize now, right? right. But, I mean, there, we do need to reach a point where, look, if your actions today don't, uh, don't have anything to do with how you acted in the past, you can say, hey, I was this way then, I'm not now. I've seen the air of my ways, and we have to take people for their we have to take people for their word and their actions. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are saying that many members on the left they're being say they're being called courageous for saying, okay, fine, we're drawing a hard line, and we're saying, yeah, he needs to resign. But I think that's I think that's bullcrap. It would take a lot more guts for them to actually say, hey, look. What happened to Kavanaugh was wrong. What happens to certain people, right, like in this instance, no, they can't do it. But what they could say is, look, let's judge him on the content of his character right now. That's what civil rights is really about. Let's judge him on the content of his character right now. Okay, okay, let's judge him by the content of his character right now. The content of his character right now is saying that it's okay to kill children after they've exited their mother's womb. So I'm fine with judging him on the content of his character right now. Let me ask you a quick question. Uh, Okay, how well can he moonwalk? (laughs) We'll be back. We'll be back in a minute. No, I... get into uh, enforcement officers and how we are so thankful that we have more of them because that's just what we've all been wishing for. want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Um, so we're all getting older and things start to hurt, right? <laughs> or maybe you had some sort of accident where you've got back pain. I know that happened to me from a car accident years back. And um, I struggled with trying to find something to uh, take the pain away because I do not like taking um, like painkillers. I don't like big pharma. I'm not like Stu. I'm not a proponent of big pharma or a fan of them. And so I was always trying different things. I tried acupuncture. I tried massage. Nothing worked except Relief Factor. Um, I know Glenn has had a lot of luck with it as well. 
It's 100% drug-free, and so what it does is it targets the inflammation in your body, which in a lot of cases is the root cause of your pain, but people don't realize it. So um, if you want to try Relief Factor, 70% of the people who try their Quick Start Pack that they have available go on to keep buying it. I would say the odds are in your favor that it's going to work for you and you can be out of pain, but try it out for yourself and see. Go to relieffactor.com and get your three-week Quick Start Pack for $19.95. Like I said, 70% of the people keep buying it. I'd say that's well worth the investment of $20 to get out of pain because, as you know, when you're in pain, it changes your life. So let this be your life-changing factor. Go to relieffactor.com. All right, Jeffy, you said enforcement officers. I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really excited. I kept waiting for them to bring us more enforcement officers and they are. to the streets of and D.C. They are. So what are they well, doing? It started, let's not forget, uh, this particular uh, uh, story started in Seattle, and then it went to San Francisco, and now it's in D.C. Uh, about banning straws, plastic straws. That was my nickname in college. And, uh, it, <laughs> it's, it's important. It's going to save us all. It's going to save us all. Well, D.C. Uh, passed a law that they're going to ban plastic straws, but they're not going to ban them until July 1st. Why? So Why? that's the start date of the of the bill okay. of the law, but they've got the enforcement officer already out on the streets, banging on the restaurant doors, saying, "You know, by July first, those are going to be illegal. I could write you a fine for eight hundred bucks." They have a plastic straw enforcement. A straw, a straw police officer is going around reminding them that if I come back here, you're on a list now. Is, is that on a July first? Jeffy, is there any other crime of note that happens in Washington, D.C.? <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Yeah, not anymore. Not that is I'm that like a vice squad like, from the actual police and department? The, and, he only, and he really, he only makes like 60 grand a year. That's really a kind of an, an underpaid job. But that, I, I mean, personally, personally, I always wanted to be a Heinz ketchup police officer. It's a little bit different. We don't have to talk about that now. <laughs> but, weren't, weren't you a bikini investigator for some time? Because <laughs> you had that hat on the beach when we were there. But he got, I mean, it's amazing that I, I find it remarkable that we're already going around warning people that, you know, by July, I'm writing you a ticket. And you're already on my list because you still have plastic straws. So they're already, they want people already, already on board uh, before the law even takes Some place. Some might say that's a little bit of an abuse of power. A just a little. Just a little. Just, just a reminder. Just a friendly reminder a that friendly I'm going to find you a lot of money. I, I, I tried kind of walking through this. And, like, you know, there, there is plastic and junk in the ocean. We can see it. I'm, I'm concerned about that. But, mm. but when you're, yeah, I know, it's, it's mostly fishing equipment, right? But when, yeah. when, when you're thinking about this, though, is the problem that the plastic exists? No, that's not problematic. If the, if the plastic <clears> is being put in a, in a dump, Right. It's actually fine. They actually they line dumps with plastic itself to keep them seeping in the stuff. It's okay. Uh, it's problematic right. if you're dumping it in the ocean. That's bad. Or if you're just throwing it out. And that made me think, well, wouldn't it be a better usage of, of public money if you're actually worried about this? Wouldn't it be better to hire, like, two people for 30000 a year just to pick up straws on the street? Wouldn't that literally yes. be a more responsible way of avoiding litter? Great point. You you're welcome, D.C. Go ahead. Well, I mean, they're, two they're not going to take your advice. That's no. too no, and logical. I, and there are yeah. other places. Now, it, it's a domino effect now, though, right? I mean, we have Seattle, San Francisco, Washington, D.C. Uh, reports that Florida wants to come on board uh, with it, and they will because it's a, it's the new green heaven of the world. What are they using? The world the wonderful They've got like of kind plant. of a kind of a like a wax covered. Yeah, it's a paper, uh, paper straw. They're awful. I don't really like them because they, they they've got or you kind can of that, disintegrate yeah. too eventually. And, and we we've purchased uh, you know. the new metal straws, you know that had come with their own little cleaner and stuff. And nobody they're in the drawer, they're in the drawer because when we use something that needs a straw, you go to the cup that has all the plastic straws in it and use those. I do. 
Okay, I'm going to oh, sound boy. really hippie for a second. I do have a set of glass straws See? that I use for right. my coffee because... You didn't use those for coffee, you... I'll tell you that, but... <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, because uh, when you get the, the plastic hot, it's supposedly, like, releases chemicals. Yeah, it leaches chemicals into your drink. So whenever it's hot, I use my glass straw. And then whenever it's cold or room temperature, I use my plastic straw. That makes, that makes sense to me. I Thank see the, the, the thing that, that I, I think is problematic in this whole scenario with plastic straws and whatnot is I think that plastic has gone from let's have a conversation about the practical effects of plastic, which is a fine conversation Absolutely. to plastic is a innately sinful material. Yeah. It is, there is something intrinsically evil. I, I, went on, I went on a date when I was in Austin before I moved here. Where I was just, Congratulations. I was just, thank you very much. Thank Easy. you. Thank you. Uh, and I, uh, I, was, I was talking, uh, we, were, we were discussing, there's a lot of homeless people there, and I went, oh yeah, I've started buying uh, bottles of water because it's like 110 degrees. And I'm like, yeah. if I pass someone on the street, I'll roll down the window, I'll give them yeah. a bottle of water. And Aww. later on, she's like, can we talk about that? Like, I'm just bothered that you're buying plastic. And I was like, Stop. for homeless people to drink water? Like, <laughs> that, that's awesome. We're, like, we're on a different plane here. This is just so, like, throwing it at them. Yeah. It's a long way back home where you were. Yeah. <laughs> wow. but, but again, it's because plastic is evil. And it's, right. it, it, it's right. like, it's like a, it's a, right. you're purchasing a, a, a blasphemy against the right. earth when you buy it. And it has, look, it has, uh, you know, you talk about the metal straws, and it has created, you know, there are tumblers now that come with their own straw that you clean with. So it has created, you know, an opportunity for us to actually visit maybe a little bit of less trash in the world. I'm okay with that. That's fine. But to actually make it illegal uh, for a, a restaurant to serve me a drink with a plastic straw, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. And to hire a, its own little police right, force. Right, enforcement force. Like, that's crazy. Like, to enforce it before it's... Well, there's re- just reminding you, reminding you. Look, I'm, I'm I'm in office. I've got my crossing guard vest on, <laughs> and I can stop by and remind you that you, in a couple of months, will be illegal. And if I come back here and look at this list and I see a plastic straw, fine. Do you <laughs> know? Fine. Do yeah. you know if um, if this the ban is um, is just restaurants or is it like can can people in their home now, still buy it no, in the grocery for store. For now, people can still get them. It's okay. still, it's, you're, I mean, <laughs> you can still use a private straw, which I think will be uh, a problem in the uh, finding capability, right? So if he walks in yeah. and I brought my own plastic yeah. straw, and I wish I had one to pull out of my pocket right now, and I do, and I, I didn't. I would love it if, if, you had, if you had a trench coat, Jeffy, you I could want, open up and you had like a bunch of plastic straws. Hey, buddy, looks like you're going to be drinking some soda later. You want a plastic straw? I want to do that so bad. But, you know, Right, and I bring my own, and he goes, hey, did you get that, that straw from this restaurant? I mean, the restaurant's going to have right. to put some kind of disclaimer yeah. at the front door. You know, you're not going to be able to use your own plastic straws, not, not inside this place. You may maybe. not bring your own straw. Right. Again, I have so to ask, are you throwing it away, or are you throwing it in the ocean? Because if you're throwing it away, I'm fine with it. I know. <laughs> I, personally, I'm okay with the ocean. I think Jeffy... Well, we part ways, Jeffy. The ocean recycles. We're good. Jeffy probably just, he stacks them, he keeps them in a collection until he gets yeah. to the ocean where he, just, he then dumps them. Yeah, just... He's, well, I mean, we Jeffy to hates whales. whales. He's not even neutral. He actively hates sea animals. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> just sitting here thinking how nice it would be if I had a straw to drink from my lovely mug. Funny you should ask. The black market. You can't let the restaurant know that you're here. Oh, he does have straws in his pocket. Thank you. Five bucks. 
kidding me? Uh, all right, but maybe, maybe that was just a silly way of advertising for our mugs. Maybe I did need a straw. Who's to say? But we do have these mugs and more at uh, shop.theblaze.com. We've got Chewing the Fat coffee mugs. We've got, um, Andrew, you've got some merch up I there do, as well. I do have good t-shirts for many of the, the wonderful sponsors that back up my program, like Snuffy's, which is a diner where all of the waitstaff rides horses. Mm-hmm. And There's it's a lot I got out right there, but real. apparently I got t-shirts, so take <laughs> nice. it out. Obviously nice. real. Uh, we've got some other ones, too, with, just with some cool uh, slogans. We've got a Covington Strong t-shirt. We've got uh, Don't California My Texas, which is Amen. one of my personal favorites. Amen. And get ready for spring. We also have, I love this, we have Blaze uh, swimsuits, women's swimsuits. We've got one-piece swimsuits. I'm going to have one. You know you want to hit the beach with one, women. I'm wearing one shop. right now. <laughs> Andrew is always wearing one, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tomorrow, don't forget, we have a special State of the Union Hosted by Eric Bowling. It's going to be a bunch of us getting together. Glenn's out in D.C. to do that as well. So make sure to tune in, and we will see you guys in overtime next. You're welcome. Give me bourbon, Jeffy. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. You said uh, legal smoking age? Legal smoking age. Uh, so at home, think about what you think would be an appropriate smoking age for cigarettes. 11, 12. 11, 12. I don't... <laughs> right? You know, no, that's, that's a little young. That's when I started. That's, that's a little young, right? Um, generally, it's 18. Yeah. Um, you, you could, like with alcohol, you can argue I, that it should be a little bit higher yes, because the brain doesn't finish developing. I, I think there's, there's room for, for discussion sure. right there. Uh, there is a state, <clears throat> state legislator in Hawaii, uh, Richard Krieger or Cregan? I believe it's Cregan. Cregan. Richard Cregan uh, is proposing a bill that would make it by 2024 the minimum age to purchase cigarettes would be, anybody want to guess? Uh, 30? 30, 15? Uh, 25. 100. 100, oh, 100 years okay, old. So would be, he, he, would, he would gradiate it. Yeah, so if you're 101, just smoke up that chimney. <laughs> but, uh, and and the, the quotes by him, I, I won't That's pull these out because I, you know, I, I come on here and I'm like, I, there are certain conversations I'm willing to have with that, that I, I, I feel I, I'm, I'll kind of wade into of like, oh, maybe we should raise taxes on the one thing. Government paternalism is not one of them. I hate government paternalism. We're all free people living in a republic. You're in charge of you. Please don't be a moron. But if you are, okay, it's your body. You can do whatever you want with it. And uh, so the, the, the bill is HB 1509. Here are some of the quotes about it. The cigarette is considered the dead, deadliest artifact in human history. I would probably put nukes there, but that's fine. <laughs> the cigarette, maybe, uh, no, maybe quantifiably, if we add it all up, it's, close. it's killed 100 million people in the 20th century, and it's likely to kill 1 billion people in the 21st century. Yeah. So this would make it about on par with socialism. And, uh, <laughs> Just about. And, uh, and then he says at the bottom here, and this is, I guess, for people like me that are concerned with individual rights, banning the sales of cigarettes should be viewed as a good faith effort to free smokers from the enslavement of this powerful addiction and not an infringement on individual liberties, which, uh, yeah, I think, I think the, the slavery metaphor is completely apt yeah, for no people kidding. smoking. Um, smoking, you know, it, 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 it's addictive. That's true. All of those things are there. I'm not saying it's, you should go smoke. I'm, you know, it has problems. I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm not going to encourage my kids to smoke cigarettes or any of my pets to smoke cigarettes. I think that that's all bad. However, that decision is your decision. You own your body. You own what puts in your body, what, what you put in your body. That's up to you. Uh, I would do a 180 on this one. If, if I were in Hawaii, I would sponsor a bill that would say, uh, if you're, let's say, 70 years old, you can do whatever drugs you want. Just whatever you want, go for it. You want to do mushrooms? You want to do LSD? That's rock star. Go on. 
right? That's, that's my thing. 70, do whatever drugs you want. Cigarettes, let's keep it somewhere between 18 and 23. How about that? Okay, I want to play devil's advocate here okay. for a second. On the cigarettes or the drugs at 70? I'm not touching the drugs <laughs> at 70. I'm just not even going to touch that. Some of us uh, would, though. On the cigarettes. <laughs> I... <sighs> You're, okay, you've got to say, 70th birthdays would be a lot more interesting. Right? Are you excited to go to 70th birthday right now if you're not related to him? That would be the new no. quinceanera. Right. Oh, straight up. <laughs> they will now. If, if there's yeah, yes. if ecstasy's involved, yes. <laughs> All right, so I'm not naming any names. I know there may be at least one person at this table who previously smoked. I know. Currently, yeah. I don't know no, what the status I have, is. I have, I have not smoked in well over a month since my okay. heart event. Oh. So I know that there. So I know I'm not in completely friendly territory here. However, but, but isn't there a point to be made with the secondhand smoke? Yeah, yeah. There's the, so I, it's the, the couple of places where I'll, I'll You're swing. You're not in just here. damaging your yeah. own body. The, the, the right. couple of places where I'll swing in. Like I will say, I am. I will. I will admit to being a hypocrite. When it comes to like smoking ordinances at restaurants, I can't back that up using my philosophy, but I frankly like them. Yes. Yeah. So I, I am a hypocrite in that regard. Yeah. Uh, with secondhand smoking, there, there's an too. argument to be made. Uh, I, I'd say also like there are things you could do that I am not terribly bothered by. Like in Scotland, where I, I hang out quite a lot. You, well, they've you they've got all sorts of things. Walk over there. I just walk over to Scotland. <laughs> okay. I just you know if, if I've got a free weekend, I summer over there. Uh, <laughs> no, what, they what they've here. got is they've got um they've they, they, you'll go to the grocery store. You can buy cigarettes from the grocery store, but they can't advertise them in the grocery stores. You can walk over to the the cigarette rack and go, I'd like to buy a Palmos. Now that said, they also have like a forty percent tobacco tax or something, which sure. I'm opposed to because again, you shouldn't be punished for behavior that the state deems is uh, beneath your dignity or whatever the argument is. So there are things that we could do. I. I think um, we, we've at times in the past we've said you can't advertise cigarettes on TV because sure. of kids. Okay, all right. These these things I think are legitimate. My my problem is where we're taking away specifically your right as an individual adult in a free republic to do whatever you want with your body. That's where I have a problem with, and that this is a dead strike against that. Either, Jeffy. And you're you're also getting started on look. I, I, you know, I haven't smoked now for over a month. I'm done. I have I'm, no, I'm a non-smoker. Get off me! But uh, you know, I watch. You watch some of the shows for. Uh, I watch, for example, just uh, just uh, you pick a Netflix show that you can binge, and the world is smoking on those shows. Yeah. I mean, that was a tough weekend watching Netflix this weekend because I wanted a cigarette. Okay, what but, but, like what, but what about what but what about the secondhand smoke? That's what I'm asking. Oh yeah. What, yeah. I mean, that's ha- a, that fault. That's it's kind of a gray area, right, with individual rights. Because what if someone, you know, if a bunch of smokers yeah. are huddled in front of a building? outside smoking where they have a right to smoke outside but i'm trying to walk in the door i think that, and that's, i have to breathe in the smoke you don't have to, you don't have to breathe going in that building i'd say that i mean i have to breathe to live that, to that, breathe that, that one is that one's scant enough i'm not worried about that about the amount of, of, of molecules you get if you had like if we were just smoking indoors and, yeah. and we couldn't get away from that that's a different it situation and, and it's been a different situation you know I, um uh when Zeno. i was Oof. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, and, and that's why that's why we're we're all in agreement with restaurants and stuff. I really am. I mean, I, I didn't. I haven't in the years that I smoked. I didn't smoke inside a building for years. Yeah, but you years. don't have to. You don't have to mandate that that correct that, places, that was my choice. That, that places my of choice. that places of business make it like illegal because and, of secondhand like, smoke. Because if you have a casino where everyone's smoking like crazy, you know that. there's going to be a thousand people that agree like with you that I go there and they're going. The, the free we're go to market the will decide. Right, right. not drink and not smoke, which <laughs> will gamble appropriately. <laughs> I was about to say there might be a very big market for that, but probably not for a Mormon casino. But there's <laughs> but there's a but there's there's always a, the, the free market. 
market will always yes. decide and fix these Amen. issues. I, I would lower the. I would lower it down to eighteen. Or I would lower the drinking age down to eighteen. Oh, yeah. I, I would. Yeah, would too. Uh, we're still so was, stupid at eighteen. Uh, we're stupid enough to go to war. If we're stupid yeah. enough to go f- to go fight and die for our country, we can dang so, well have a beer. I think if, if we if you have to be 23 to join the army, slightly fewer wars we get into. Like I think I'd actually push back the other direction. Well, that, that's what I would say too. Is like I don't agree with 18 being the age yeah. that you can go to war. I think that should be raised. Oh, 18 isn't a, is a legal adult for. Yeah. And that's just yeah. that you're an illegal adult. Before I forget though, I want to mention one other thing. Which you either is, believe in sorry, you either believe in personal liberty or you don't. You know what I mean? You either agree with not telling people what they can or can't do with their bodies. Or you okay, don't. But why, why not 17 or 16? Like, what's your bright line? Because we're really, at this point, we're just arguing bright lines. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good point. I, I, I think it oh, just so setting it at... do you believe in personal liberty, or do you not, Jason Luttrell? Absolutely. But Mr. I, Attitude. But when, but before someone, like, before, uh, before there's a person that's an actual adult, they live under the laws of what their parents can tell them to do. Like, I can tell my kids what to do. Yeah, I don't but, want somebody else telling my, my, but my kids what to do. 18 being an adult is very, like, you know, it's not objective. It's very subjective, right? It's just pretty, we, pretty late we in the decided, game, according to historical standards. Yeah. I mean, we just like, decided yes, it that it's 18. Yes, it well, right. We do have to have some set. We have, do yes, have we to do. have a law, a set of standards. We've, we've established we've that that is the standard. So we've established that that is the, uh, the exact age where, okay, now we cannot, can no longer, your parents no longer have the dominion over you at that point. You are, you are an adult. You are on your own. It's 26 we, according to Obamacare, right? 26. <laughs> so I was... They, they told us That's it was 26. Point. That's a really great I, point. You know, I'm, I'm with you, 100%. I, um, it was 18 when I was 18 100 years ago. And uh, then they took it away. They said, nope, you know what? Nope, you know what? Yep, yep, yeah. nope, you've got to be 21. Yeah. Sorry. It's, a, it's the most ridiculous thing to be on a It deployment. is a very weird overlap. I agree. It's weird. We trust you with a gun. We trust you driving yeah. and voting, and you can go into another country and kill them so You're long as it's with the army. Children. You can't handle Coors, though. Coors is just <laughs> right. really beyond your ability right now. Like, I, I agree. Like, there is a gap there that does not make sense. It is the, and it is the most ridiculous thing to, th- thing to see in action. Like, I, I've been on these deployments before where the 21-year-olds are having, like, a huge party the night before you, do, you ship out. The 18-year-olds are like, crap. You know, just sitting there. You just want to play Yahtzee? Literally. A, quiplash. <laughs> and then a week later, they're over there because right. they just happen to be in a country that's got more libertarian laws than we do. And then they can actually have a beer for crying out loud. That it's stupid. Really, and then a week after that, they're staring down an enemy with a gun. It just makes no sense whatsoever. I just have to share before we move on. Uh, the other week, I was driving home and I, <laughs> I took a picture. I wish I would have thought to, to bring it and put it on the show. Um, there was someone with their hand smoking out the window. In the car, right? And they were wearing like a latex glove. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, is that someone who doesn't want They're their spouse? It. They're hiding it. I knew yeah. it. Yeah, exactly I saw right. it, and I, yeah. I called my she, husband, and I was like, "This is someone." Maybe it's just a surgeon who loves smoking, <laughs> <laughs> and is still wearing. But I think you're right. I think it's probably <laughs> somebody trying to be very clever. I was just like yeah. that is so sneaky. It's got to take someone with really bad smell to still not smell it. It, it, it gets yeah, no, in your tough. hair. It gets on it's your tough. clothes. Uh, you, you can pull it off pretty good. Oh, can you? And you, you learn those tricks in high school. You easily learn those tricks. Oh man. Yeah. That's As I was saying, I was an angel. Oh, right. I don't right. know what I wasn't an angel, but I was a total dork. We didn't like, we, we played D&D on Friday nights. Like the craziest thing we did is we bought like a spotlight. We'd shine at park cars for other people that had girlfriends. That was my high school experience. <laughs> uh, so I don't, I don't think I have anything from high school that you can get me on. Don't ever admit that again. Did you guys, did, I'm not going to ask you, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. 
course. I'm just kidding. Did you? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, the Rams, I was rooting for them. I was sorry that they lost. I thought the, uh, you know, the, the offense, both of them were kind of low on offense. The defense was great, but they, uh, they could have strong-armed a bit more in the offense category. That was actually yeah, that's really good. good. That's, yeah. Thank you very much. Bravo. ESPN said the same thing today. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. So ESPN sounded like the they Washington knew what they were Post talking commercial. about. <laughs> the Washington Post commercial. Oh my gosh! Did you just want to vomit everywhere? It was so ridiculous. I can't even describe it. Let's just let's just oh, watch it. See it really again? Quick. Yeah. When we go off to war, when we exercise our rights. When we soar to our greatest heights, <laughs> when we mourn and pray, <laughs> when our neighbors are at risk, when our nation is threatened, there's someone to gather the facts, to bring you the story, no matter the cost. Because knowing empowers us. Knowing helps us decide. Knowing keeps us free. I get better now. Love us. Please love us. That was just insulting to me to watch. And to bring up the, the journalists who have been killed was absolutely insulting to me. Absolutely insulting. Because, I mean, if you look at how free our press is compared to, the the all, the, yeah, to all the other countries out there, and there are countries that journalists, I mean, they seriously, they cannot report anything uh, or else that's if it's critical of the government yeah. or whatever, or they literally get disappeared and never return again and no one knows where they went. And so for them to somehow act like it, they're just... All we're doing is presenting you these facts without any kind of commentary or spin. And look, our lives are in jeopardy. Just disgusting. And the closest we've gotten in modern history, let's say within the past 20 years, of actual persecution from journalists. Because this is what this is about. Mm -hmm. They're trying to basically say we're under attack. Right. Uh, because the president tweets mean things to yeah. us every once in a while. That's what <laughs> yeah. that's so the extent of why they're under attack. So we're going to show pictures of killed journalists. Right. But within the last 20 years, there was actual journalist persecution. The Obama administration, James Rosen, yeah. Washington Post, and I think 2013 broke that story. Did they show that commercial no. on the Super Bowl that year? No. No, no they did not. They also, then the reports started coming up like crazy. Reuters journalists were being surveilled. Uh, DOJ was coming after them. They actually had people be in cars surveilling them. I mean, where were the commercials in? Where was the outrage? Where were the calls of we're under attack? They just let it slide. They just let it go. And, I, and, and uh, a separate point from that is the Anderson Cooper clip uh, where he's in the storm of the water. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that where he was standing in deep water doing his news show, but people were walking? <laughs> the road? Wasn't that that same storm? I don't know if it was. Uh, yeah, no, facts matter. Facts matter. <laughs> well, I mean, again, facts matter. Like, I love that they put knowing, knowing facts, knowing these things, as if that's what they present to us ever. Every day. Ever. It's always just conjecture and spin and, well, we had an anonymous source who said this. Oh, it turns out that wasn't actually right, but we're not going to issue oh, a retraction. Uh, we just really want to hope that Trump you know, gets arrested because he colluded with Russia. 
Period. Then that's, all that we I, I get from, say, that's all that we get from media. George F. Will, he works for the Washington Post, and if I could have like a dashboard saint, it would be George F. Will. So I'm, I'm not going to speak ill of him. I like George F. Will too much. There are good journalists, I think, all around, sprinkled throughout, with, even with some of the sure. the bad networks. You know, I, I respect Jake Tapper at CNN. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I, d- I don't want to generalize it and say that every single journalist or reporter at mm. every single mainstream media outlet is, you know, is wrong. But that was just so such a disgusting display it's, of it's kind attention of the, seeking. Yeah, it sounds like kind what, of the, what martyrs, what martyrs yes. the Washington Post self glorifying. Yeah, it was just like I, I can't. The, I mean, I guess that's the point of yeah, the, the advertising. Sure. Is yeah. show, I, I show thought how awesome Jeffy's are, Super Bowl ad was so much more tasteful. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, very much. Like it was just you, you, in general. Much. You know, you, you you weren't cloying. You and you were just you. like, hey, I'm Jeffy. You should listen to my show. Thank you. The Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish that was on. <laughs> that would be great. I would, love, well, I would, I would love that if there was just like a 15 second ad of just Jeffy very quietly sitting at like a card table. So good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is a really odd show. I just want to. <laughs> I apologize to the viewers for Wait, having what? these three on at the same time. I, do apologize. I, will, I will do my best to not let it happen again. That hurts. That <laughs> today's hurts. today's poll question: uh, Should Governor Northam resign? Let us know oh. what you think at the Blaze's Twitter. That's at the Blaze. What do you what's what do you think? Uh, if now, yes, I think he should. Before, if he would have just said, "I'm sorry," yeah. and admitted to it, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, Jeffy. pre pre almost moonwalking. <laughs> he should have stayed in office. The, the post almost moonwalking. Yeah, he needs to go. Andrew. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he's going to be able to get anything. No done. way. Yeah. At this point, I think yeah. this is now the entirety of that, and he, yes. he probably should step aside. So. Well, the good news is it would free up his schedule for more dance contests. Just saying. Just throwing that out there, Governor. Good point. Uh, and then, uh, what was it? Friday's poll question: Which foreign nation presents the biggest threat to America, in your opinion? Seventy-seven percent of you said China. Followed by 13% who said Russia, 4% said Syria, and then 6% said other. So I don't know what those others are. But that was what you said, wasn't it? Jason, you said China? Yeah. So 77% agreed with you. Like it. Um, Don't let it go to your head. Or mine melded. The last thing we need. All right. Let us know at the Blazes Twitter. That's it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Ugh. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.